Good morning and welcome back to The Gospel Get Up, the podcast aimed at getting you in the Word with readings from the Daily Lectionary before sending you on your way to go about your day in the peace and joy of the Lord. This morning's readings continue us in Isaiah with chapter 44 and in Revelation with chapter 11. The readings for today are set to an order for prime. So without further ado, let's get into it. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hasten to save me, O God. O Lord, come quickly to help me. The Mighty One, God, the Lord, speaks and summons the earth from the rising of the sun to where it sets. From Zion, perfect in beauty, God shines forth. God says, call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you, and you will honor me. We pray. We give you thanks, O Lord, for the rest of the past night and for the gift of a new day with its opportunities for pleasing you. Grant that we may pass its hours in the freedom of your service, and when evening comes, give you thanks again. Amen. The Old Testament reading, once again, is Isaiah chapter 44. But now listen, O Jacob, my servant, O Israel, whom I have chosen. This is what the Lord, your Maker, says. The Lord, who formed you from the womb, who will help you. Do not be afraid, my servant Jacob. Jeshurun, whom I have chosen because I will pour out water upon a thirsty land and streams of water upon dry ground. I will pour out my spirit on your offspring and my blessing on your descendants. They will spring up like a tree in a grassy meadow, like willows beside flowing streams. One person will say, I belong to the Lord. Another will be called by the name of Jacob. Another will write on his hand, Belonging to the Lord and he will take the name of Israel. This is what the Lord, the King of Israel, Israel's Redeemer, the Lord of armies, says, I am the first and I am the last. Except for me, there is no God. For who is like me? Let him declare it. Let him recite in order for me the things that took place since the time I established an ancient people. Or let them declare what is yet to come and what is going to take place. Do not tremble and do not be frightened. Did I not announce this to you and declare it already long ago? You are my witnesses. Is there any God except me? There is no other rock. I am not aware of any other. All those who form an idol are good for nothing. All the things which delight them provide no benefit. As for their witnesses, they do not see. They know nothing, so they will be ashamed. Who is this who forms a god or casts a metal image that can provide no profit? Look at him. All his associates will be ashamed. The craftsmen are merely men. Let them all gather themselves and take a stand. They will be terrified and ashamed together. A blacksmith uses a cutting tool and makes an idol over hot coals. With hammers, he shapes it. He makes it with his strong arm, but he becomes hungry and has no strength left. He does not drink water, and so he grows faint. A woodworker stretches out a measuring line. 
He marks the lines with a stylus. He shapes the idol with chisels. He marks it with a compass. Then he carves it till it is shaped like a person, like a splendid man to inhabit a shrine. He goes to cut down cedars for himself, or he chooses a home tree or an oak, and he lets it grow strong among the trees of the forest. Or he plants a cedar, and rain causes it to grow tall, but it becomes fuel for a man to burn. He takes part of it to warm himself. He lights a fire to bake bread, and then from the rest, he makes a god and worships it. He carves an idol and bows down to it. Half of it he burns in a fire. Over that half he eats meat. He roasts meat and is satisfied. So he is warm and says, Ah, I am warm. I see the light of the fire. Then from what is left he makes a god to serve as his idol. He bows down to it. He worships it and he prays to it. Save me because you are my god. They are ignorant. They do not understand because their eyes are plastered shut and they cannot see. Their hearts are unable to gain insight. A person does not take this to heart, so he has no knowledge or understanding. To say half of it I burn in the fire, and I bake bread on its coals. I roast meat, and I eat. Should I make the rest of it into a disgusting idol? Should I bow down to a piece of wood? He is like a sheep grazing on ashes. A deceived mind leads him astray. He will not save his life, nor will he say, Isn't what I am holding in my right hand a fraud? This is the word of the Lord. The New Testament reading is Revelation chapter 11. Then a measuring rod, like a staff, was given to me. He said, Stand up and measure the incense altar and the temple of God and those who worship in it. Exclude the outer court of the temple, and do not measure it, because it has been given to the heathen. They will trample the holy city for forty-two months. I will commission my two witnesses, and they will prophesy for twelve hundred sixty days, clothed in sackcloth. These are the two olive trees and the two lampstands that are standing before the Lord of the earth. If anyone wants to harm them, Fire is going to come out of their mouths and consume their enemies. If anyone should want to harm them, it is necessary that he be killed in this way. These two have the authority to shut the sky so that no rain falls during the days when they are prophesying. They also have authority over the waters to turn them into blood and the authority to strike the earth with every kind of plague as often as they want. When they finish their testimony... The beast that comes up from the abyss will fight against them, conquer them, and kill them. Their dead bodies will lie on the street of the great city, which spiritually is called Sodom and Egypt, where also their Lord was crucified. Some from the peoples, tribes, languages, and nations will look at their dead bodies for three and a half days and will not permit them to be placed in a tomb. Those who dwell on the earth will also rejoice over them and celebrate by sending gifts to one another, because these two prophets tormented those who dwell on the earth. After three and a half days, the breath of life from God came into them. They stood on their feet, and a great fear fell on those who saw them. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying to them, Come up here. 
they went up into heaven in a cloud, as their enemies watched them. At that moment there was also a great earthquake, and a tenth of the city collapsed. Seven thousand people were killed by the earthquake, and the survivors were terrified and gave praise to the God of heaven. The second woe is past. See, the third woe is coming soon. Then the seventh angel sounded his trumpet, and there were loud voices in heaven, saying, The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he will reign forever and ever. The twenty-four elders who were sitting on their thrones before God also fell on their faces and worshipped God, saying, We thank you, Lord God Almighty, who is and who was, because you have taken your great power and reigned. The nations were angry, and your anger has come. And the time has come when the dead are to be judged, and when you will give the reward to your servants, the prophets, and to your saints, namely, to those who fear your name, the small and the great, and when you will destroy those who destroy the earth. And God's temple in heaven was opened, and the ark of his covenant was seen in his temple, and there were flashes of lightning, rumblings, crashes of thunder, and earthquake, and a great hailstorm. This is the word of the Lord. We now confess the Christian faith with the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Heavenly Father, in you we live and move and have our being. We humbly pray that you would so guide and govern us by your Holy Spirit, that in all the cares and occupations of our life we may not forget you, but remember that we are ever walking in your sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And we join to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us praise the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus, throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Now for the good news that never gets old, the news that Jesus is your Savior, who lived, died, and rose again, so that all your sins have been forgiven. That's the gospel. Now get up and go and live to God's glory.
and for the benefit of your neighbor. Peace.